0: Today you have a special treat. I'm so excited and honored to do this. I want to bring up my assistant pastor, the the right arm of this ministry, for his first Sunday morning message. Yeah. And, And I'll just drop it right there. Pastor Mark, go ahead, brother. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Amen. For you, it might be great. For me, this is hilarious. Amen. God has a sense of humor. Amen. I just gotta start by saying, those of you that know me know I'm passionate. Know I love, I love uh, all kinds of worship and and. I have a secret that I always blab out all the time. Where no matter what mood I'm in, no no matter what I feel like, I have the ability to listen to any kind of worship song and, and it will automatically transform how I feel. Amen? The problem with that is I won't dare to sing it. I scare whoever's around me. Okay? But let me show you how I would do it. The way I'm feeling right now, I would just get up right now and just stand to my feet. I would lift up my hand and I would wish that I would have a dynamic voice and I would just sing, how God is greater, how God is stronger, how God is higher than of Jesus. Father, we thank you for being our God, Lord. Father, we thank you for getting us another through another day, another year, Father God. So Father, as we dive in another year, Father God, I pray right now that, that we can leave this year and go into the next. Knowing that you're our God. And knowing how awesome you are, Father God. Knowing that there is none like you, Father God. Knowing that you're still here. You are always here. That you will never forsake us, Father God. And Father, I, th- I thank you personally, Lord. It's always an honor and privilege to give you praise and worship you, Father God. But for, for you to allow for me to just minister your word to your children, Lord. I thank you for, for, for just giving me The privilege and and giving me the time, Father God. And and Father, let my words be your words, Father God. If you could use anything, use me right now, Father God. So I dedicate this, this service to you, Father God, as I always do. But right now, Father God, just use me. In Jesus' holy name. Amen. 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 In case you didn't know, this will be the last... Preaching of 2011 Next week is the last Sunday of 2011, but it's Christmas And we're going to have a play, amen We're going to celebrate the birth of Jesus next week But right now, today is the last The last, the very last Preaching And today, I want to start off by a quote The quote was taken It was spoken by Martin Luther King Jr. Amen Yeah If you you know who he is. what he stands for. It's a powerful quote. If you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. Amen. Amen. This morning, I want to preach a sermon called "Moving Forward." I always wanted to do that. Preach the service. Go moving forward, amen? You know, in in the world, wherever you look at, this is the most depressing time for depression to be rise. Suicide rates are off the charts. Drunk drivers is is off the charts around this time, from Thanksgiving to New Year's. And it's a time for people to reflect and, and be depressed. And start focusing on what the what, what, what the negativity in their life, the the losses that they went through in life, the pain, the suffering. And today I want to do the opposite, amen. Because despite what we feel like, despite where where you may be at right now, we serve a mighty God. Amen? We serve a mighty God that can get you out of any storm you're in right now. And I just wanna I just Quickly! This past year, the last message of the 2010, pastor preacher, uh, a message called "Start Something." For us to start something, to be different, to walk different, and when we walk with God, we walk differently. He preached messages on that, that we have elderly and we need to for the elderly to be exposed, and 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 then God needs to deal with us. and 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 He went on throughout the whole year, and him and Pastor G, they went on and spoke and preached about uh, grace and, and mercy, and how God it never failed us. And then we ended it. We ended it with the power, uh, power of power, love about loving one another, learning how to. To work together, how can we serve God and not love one another? Amen? Amen? I never recommend anybody to look back. In fact, the only time we should look back is when we're so far ahead, we can look back and think, wow, look where God got us from. Amen? And then we keep on moving forward. Amen? Sometimes we we just stuck and, and, and then we're we we, we, we we're just dwelling on what happened in the past. And we put blame on everybody else. We even put blame on ourselves and blame on God. Amen. Today I want to talk about a race. Pastor G spoke about a race last week. I want to just stay on that. In 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24. Reading from the NIV. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Verse 25, everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. Verse 26, therefore, I do not run like someone running aimlessly. I do not fight like a boxer beating the air. Verse 27, no, I strike a blow to my body and make it my slave so that after I have preached to others, I may, myself will not be disqualified for the prize. I read in a different version of the message, it's so, it's so direct. I don't know about you, but I'm running hard for the finish line. I'm giving it everything I've got. No sloppy living for me. I'm staying alert and in top condition. I'm not going to get caught napping, telling everyone else all about it. And then missing out myself. Amen. Let me explain to you why this portion of the scripture is so dear to me. I got saved at 13 at a youth convention in Syracuse. I got saved, yep, yep, he was convention in Syracuse. I got saved, and I, and I know I got saved. Something happened to me that day. I had a lousy childhood. I was, I was walking in fear my whole life. I, I was scared of everything. I was scared to be participating with the other kids. I was so shy. Believe it or not, I'm kind of shy now too. But, but, but God's working on me. But I was so shy, and when I got saved, it didn't get better. So from 13 to 21, 2021, I did nothing but play church. I went to youth every Friday and I went to Sunday every I went to church every Sunday. I'll get my praise on, I'll absorb everything I, I, I can and then go out and do whatever. I spent more time drinking and trying to get drunk because I was I was too scared of my own skin. I didn't like the way I was. So for me to be down with the other kids and, and be down with the other teenagers, I would drink. Because when I drink, I got drunk. When I got drunk, I, I was, uh, I was, I was uh, the, 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 life of the, of the crowd. I was funny. People actually wanted me to hang out with them. So oh, that's all I did. To tell you, to this, you know, I had a nickname, and to this day, there's people out there that don't even know my real name. So you know how embarrassing it is? I walk with my wife and kids, and they say, hey, Frank Forty, what's going on? And they don't even know my name. That's the old me, though. And then I had to go into, do I'm saved now, brother? Don't, don't my name is Mark." Oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah alright, later, Frank. You know, the, 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 okay. But just to give you an idea, that was my life. I lived, I lived a fake life. I had to drink, I had to get high, just just to be down, just so I could be comfortable. It, it's not. It's it's not easy to, to walk a lie, amen. And and I wouldn't wish that on anybody. And and, and I, so my whole childhood, I was shy. My whole teenage, my whole youth, I was I, I walked like that. I walked a lie, but then came twenty, and at twenty I finally just got out of high school. It took me two three extra years, okay. But what do you know? I was never in school. I was always drinking. So anyway, but I did it. Amen. I did it. Thank God. But, um, but I got to a point where I started to feel, man, I'm 20 years old still going to youth. I'm still 20 hanging out with the same thugs that look like they're never going to grow out of that. I'm still 20 living a lie. I'm still 20. And still, still drinking, and still smoking weed, still, still doing all the stuff that I know I was I shouldn't be doing. Forget about God. I, I was like, I, I got to a point where I need to grow up already, man. I, I, I got, I got a high school a diploma. Okay, that's good. Now, well, where am I going to work? Where I, who's going to take a pie? who Who's going to take someone that that's not even? that don't even know who they are. So, so. So I got a dream, and God doesn't speak to me in dreams. If you know me, I, I go to bed late, and I don't even dream. I'm too tired to dream. But, but but now I know God spoke to me in, my, in that dream. And then he put me in a dream. This is wild. In a dream, he put me. I was all by myself, and it was a huge land. Now, listen, those of you that like movies, if you saw Lord of the Rings, it was just like that. Now remember, this was way before Lord of the Rings was even made. But it was just like that. It was a whole big land. And in the land, there was jungles. In the land, there was forests. In the land, there was swamps, mountains, valleys. And I was all alone, all by myself. And I had a journey. That's all I knew. I didn't know what in the world the journey was. I didn't know what in the world I had to do while I was there. In fact, that even confused me more. I was like, wow, What? But then God was showing me that, yeah, that's your life. Your life, you're in a journey. So this morning, I want to talk to you about moving forward in your journey, in your race, in your life, however you want to word it. But it's all the same. Okay? And this is not just for the Christian. Those of you that are out there, those of you that are listening, that, that maybe had not accepted Christ into your heart, it's for you too. Because it's not just a spiritual walk. It's a walk in general. Amen? amen and in everybody's walk we have to come to the place where uh, you know something needs to change we need to evaluate where we are right now amen everybody understands i'm saying every marriage check this out every marriage you have to get to you should get to a point where you got to evaluate where your marriage is and wow i need to do something to, for it to change amen every youth. You need to come to a point where you need to grow up and, and it's time for you not to be a kid no more. Amen? We all have to get to the point where, where man, this journey is serious. I don't know what this journey got for me. I don't know what it is. But I, something about it is serious. Okay? So can we be serious for a moment? Can we grow up right now? Can we grow up? Okay? This is not for the spiritual. This is not for the Christians. This, this is, anybody listen to my voice. You gotta believe that there has to be a time for you to grow up. Amen? Well, that's where I was at 20 years old. I got tired of being a fake. I got tired of going to youth, even going to youth even drunk, just to see what attention I would get for some people. I was desperate for attention. I was desperate to fit in. I was so desperate. If you only knew in my childhood and how the abuse I went through and, and that all I wanted to do was please people and nothing was good enough and, and, and all I got was I got beat on because I, I might have been something wrong. I, I might have missed a, a, a sock that got washed. And then I, you know, I would get abused. That was my life. So I, I, I would live in fear. I'm like, Oh, snap, uh, let me throw that sock out because, you know, and, and my mother would count the clothes and she would know, and it was like that, okay? So I lived in fear. And at 15, my mother left me. She abandoned me. She left me with a father that I did not know much of. That was really hard. At 15. Always getting drunk, always getting uh, high and, and living with a man that, that's from the military and trying to put rules on you. You're like, rules? What? Are you crazy? That was a battle for me. You know, it was a battle. That was my life. Okay. Amen. Amen. So that dream taught me a lot. It taught me I need to get serious. It taught me, listen, you need to believe in something and hold on to that belief. Amen. And then you need to act on it. So what did I do? I was like, all right, you know, at the time, uh, George, Pastor George, became the youth pastor. But you know, I'm 20. I was like, youth. You know, I had you know, I had an issue with that my own. I'm not saying it's not wrong with that, but I, I needed to grow up. So all I did was I I, I followed him. I, every time, every word he spoke, everything he did, I followed him. I I, I knew there was something about him. I knew I said, if hey, this guy, no matter how I am, loves me that much. There's got to be something special about that dude. So I, I followed him and I learned. I, I was like a sponge, and I messed up, but he still loved me. He still taught me, and and then he said, "You know what? I want you to become a youth leader." So I became a youth leader, and I served with him, and I helped him out and everything he can. Lo and behold, now we you know we helped we we helped start a, a church with four other couples or three other couples, I'm not sure. But here we are now, and I'm the assistant. I don't belong here. Listen, listen, listen. I was so scared I couldn't even kill myself. That's how scared I was. Does that make sense? I even failed at that. Everything I tried to do, it was a, to me it was like I couldn't do it right. I'm like, shoot, man. And God, why did you create me? Well, why am I, I born to mess up all the time? That's the life I lived. So when I had somebody that no matter what I did, it wasn't a mess up. It was to get back up and let's go. I I hold on to that. And and, and this is where I'm at now. Amen? Amen? And listen, when I tell you I don't belong here, listen. I was miserable as a youth, and I was even more miserable when I was single. I hated to be alone. To the single folks, I understand you. I, I, I understand you. I understand you. But I also understand this is the time for you to go all out for God amen amen and that's what i try to do i joined every ministry that was available to me just because i didn't want to be alone and and, and i wanted to keep myself busy amen because i hated to be alone that much lo and behold i am married two healthy kids and I, and listen i don't belong married i don't belong having two kids i don't belong here so god is good amen let me go on amen one thing i learned about after that I, I need to believe we need to train to work through the pain work through the pain i hate pain it annoys me i don't understand it sometimes like i don't understand where's chris he's gonna kill me i don't understand the treadmill i don't understand taking walks i don't understand that because i know you need we need it i need it i know i need it
1: but it hurts
0: it's annoying and then I get mad when I get hyped and I start it, and I walk, and I want to give up. I need to walk back though, man. It doesn't—it ma- doesn't make sense. That's me. That's what I think. Anyway, but but despite. The uncomfortableness, despite the tears, despite the sweat, despite the pain, the burning in your calf when you're walking, despite the the, the burning in your legs when you're walking, and then God forbid I try to run. Listen, the pain and discomfort, listen, God God shows me all the time. In our walks, we feel like that all the time. Am I by myself right that? You know, you know, it gets tired praying for the same things all the time. God, where are you? Okay? It, it, it happens. You feel alone. You feel God you got and and, and then 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 then, then you examine your life and say, like, "How much word am I actually reading?" Oh, of course God is you know far away from me. He's still here. I just don't I don't feel him because I'm not tapping into him. Amen. These are just stuff I learned. Amen. Listen, I had to learn to press on. I had to learn to slap whatever that was hindering me, kick whatever whatever was in my way. If I was too tired to run, I would walk. If I was too tired to walk, I would crawl. But no matter what, I knew I needed to, to, to go forward. It didn't matter if I understand why. I knew I needed to, to move forward and, to, and, to, and, and to, to complete this journey. And no matter how long it takes, I'm going to do it because I know that's what... I didn't like the life before that, so I had no choice. Like, this is what works. If, pers- if perseverance works, then I'm going to keep on doing it. And perseverance, this is the definition of perseverance. Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the work. What does George say? Facebook that? You know? That's another thing I always wanted to say. <laughs> Perseverance is the hard work you do after you get tired of doing the work. When you go on what it seem like months looking for a job and nothing comes up, do you give up or do you come persevere and you keep on trying? Good things go to people that wait and persevere, amen? Amen. If, you, if, you, if you're single, and I'm only saying this because this is what I did. Every time you get dressed and get in the morning, if you wake up saying, Okay, this is the time, this is the day, I'm gonna meet my wife. Your focus is messed up, people. Your focus is messed up. Listen, listen, God understands that we have desires. He gave us those desires, but we're not to focus on those desires. What I like saying is, it's a desire, okay, hold it like a trophy, put it on the shelf, polish it, look at it every now and then, but that's not what you hold on and and live life. You need to move on, amen? I'm not picking on you, I just feel you. I've been there. I've been here. Listen. And I'm not shouting anybody out to my my young men I reach out to all the time. I love you all, but if I, listen, if God put you through something, listen, you're called to, 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 to if you know the answer to something, you're, you're called to let the answer out. And that's all I'm doing. Amen? Amen? So, I'm, no one get offended, please. Hebrews 12, 1 puts it this way. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a, a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. And let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. If you're not plugged into the source, listen, you're wasting your time. You're gonna be running circles and end up in the same place. I hear a lot that Christians say, "Man, I feel stuck. I'm in the same job, and I know that's not where God wants me to. But why am I there?" I'm saying, it doesn't matter. You stay there until God opens another door. And while you're there, stop being miserable. Because you are a child of God. You are a child of the Most High. You are, if He's the King, what does that make you? You're not for Amen? I hate when I sound angry and I'm not angry. I just get ex- I just get excited. Amen? I just get excited. Amen. Amen. You need to plug in. You know, if you can picture a big AC or refrigerator, something big, you can't plug that big appliance into a regular socket. It would trip. It wouldn't work. Other stuff connected to that line would pop and not work. Or that would lose its power. Think about that in the spiritual realm. You plug into the wrong stuff. Everything connected to you is going to lose its power. So if you, listen... Where's my father's at? Where's the men at? Okay, listen. If you plug into other stuff, your kids are going to be powerless. Amen? If you plug into other stuff, your marriages are going to be worthless. Your children are not going to know how to be husbands and wives. They're not going to know how to walk in God. Listen, for the... I'm sorry, you might get offended. For the men that are leaving it, for the women to be the priest of their home, listen, we need to step up as men. I'm sorry. We need to step up. Amen? I'm not hating on anybody. I just know, listen, if my father wasn't around, just maybe I wouldn't have got abused. Just maybe. Just maybe my father is saved now I have a relationship with him and if he's listening pop, I love you but that was the past we we move forward with our relationship amen amen I just had to say that you know. amen 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 anyway, we need him we need to realize we need God we need to be plugged into him and we need to walk and when we walk with him we walk in power let me tell you what happens when you walk in power when you walk in power, listen, it doesn't matter where you may seem in, in, in the physical. It doesn't even mean what you feel like. But when you walk in power, doors open up. When I decided to be serious and walk in power and, and little by little and grow and grow and realize that, wow, it doesn't matter what happens in my life, but God is still good. My wife came along. Amen. Amen. When 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 the married couples will you realise listen to me if you work on your marriage not just for it to be good. See the problem with, with marriages, we work and then once it's that good okay, we stop working. Listen, if you got a good marriage, you should work harder to, to make it great. If you got a great marriage, you should work harder and, and, and it's greater. You never stop working on something that God gave you. You can't. You can't that's what happens when you walk in power you get a desire to worship God you get a desire, a hunger and thirst, that no matter what Lord I'm hungry, not because I need a job not because I'm broke not because, no, I'm broken and spiritual, I need you Father God cause only you can fill me only you can be power enough to fill me, only you can, can heal me, only you can heal my kids listen, it's because I walk in power My son is not supposed to walk. Many of you know the story. The doctor said your son might not walk. There's a a strong chance he's not going to walk. Those of you who don't know my son, he he can't slow down. He's all over the place. You know what that is? But when you walk in power, it doesn't matter what the doctor says. It doesn't. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when everywhere you go, you gotta carry your son, and then and and, and, and he's heavier because everything is dropped because he you know he didn't have no uh, muscle tone. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He learned how to scoot. He scooted, and until he learned how to walk, and he's walking, and he, he's strong. He's strong. Amen. That's walking in power. Amen. Walking in power. When you walk in power and your marriage is falling apart and one of you is serving God like you know you should be and the other one is not. Listen, when you walk in power and you're still walking in power and you persevere and you close your eyes and you pray and you believe that God is going to do a miracle in your marriage. Listen, when you walk in power, you're going to see the transformation happening with your spouse the transformation that which, which happens with your marriage Amen. Amen. Listen, I don't want to leave 2011 and feel like I did it whole what is it 360 and still be the same I, I don't want I'm tired of Listen, these times were the most depressing times of my whole life Now they're the most exciting times. Because I I don't know what God's going to take me, but I know whatever God takes me, oh my goodness. It makes me nervous and excited at the same time. Amen? Like right now, I am so nervous, but I'm excited. But that's what happens. When you're plugged into the source, you start to visualize the finish line. You start to get... It's almost like you're in a tunnel in your journey and you start to see... Daylight, you're like, oh, snap! That tunnel, the end of that tunnel. I don't know how long is it gonna take me. I don't know what I'm gonna go through. But listen, just the peak of the sunlight, I know, I know that it's coming, and I'm gonna come. And and, and it does something to you mentally. It makes you go faster. It makes you, it gives you more energy. I, I might be miserable right now, but it gives you, I see you a peak of the. I'm gonna run. It does something. To you, it makes you want to go, move forward. It gives you energy. It's like. I don't need a red bull or caffeine. It just, spiritually, it just gives you a uh, uh, spiritual ca- uh, caffeine, amen? Does that make sense? God speaks to me in all kinds of ways. In spiritual caffeine, amen. I'm going to need that during the fast because I love my coffee. Woo! I got to start detoxing soon. Um, wow. We need to visualize. We need to remain expecting. Anybody ever get an email from me? You always know at the end of my email I say, stay expecting. You have to live your life staying expecting. Moving forward is so much easier when you stay expecting. And when you have fun. Listen, we have fun this morning. I used to think church or uh, reading the Bible was born when I was a youth. I used to think church was born. I used to think it's the same old thing, you know, the worship, yeah, yeah. Oh, the drums might be cool, yeah, yeah. But then the pastor comes and gets okay, all to go and then we leave. Thank God we have a church that that gets loose. Amen. Thank thank God. And I'm not knocking on no the church because I, I love I love I love the preachings, I love, now I get into it, I love hearing words, I love I love the power of God power of God could work in any kind of church any kind of person, any kind of pastor so I'm not knocking anything, but listen, we need to have fun when we're serving God, amen you're bringing the wrong picture to your unsafe family members, amen amen God just hot up here Listen we, may experience mom- Listen, we may experience moments of sorrow, grief, suffering. If, you, if, you haven't, if you're not a Christian, you haven't accepted God in your heart, I'm not going to lie to you and say it's going to be dandy when you do. No, you're going to go through some stuff. We're, we're always going to go through some stuff. But plug into the source. Just don't, just don't come. Don't be a Christian couch potato. Amen? Don't come here on a Sunday, get your praise on, and I don't see you again until the following Sunday. Or two more Sundays because you're tired or you, know, you aren't too much or something like that. You should want to be here. You should want to be anywhere where God is going to touch you. There's there's gotta be such a holy desperation among us. You're gonna feel so stuck, and your life is gonna feel like it's not changing if you don't plug in and get the holy desperation. Amen. God promised He will always be there. No matter what suffering you're going through. You might lose a loved one. You know, a loved one might have died. And you might not understand, God, why? You might you might not understand. Listen, I want to go out knowing that I fought the good fight. Amen? Can we leave 2011 and start 2012 with this? Philippians 3, 13 through 14. Forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. Verse 14, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. These are the moments I wish I could sing. Because I just want to sing, I'm pressing on. There's a song, I need, I even said it wrong in the song, but I, man, I can't say one day, one day, man. One day. One day, I'm going to shock everybody, myself. Amen. But we need to press on. That's the problem. We're, we're too spoiled. We want everything. Listen, listen, a lot of us are grown up. We took a couple of Sundays ago, uh, there was a message called Grown Up, whatever, and, and about the, the bottles, that we need to, the scripture says we need to stop drinking bottles and eat meat. And, and we, 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 you know, some of us have been in church 20 years and we're still um, sucking a bottle rather than eating meat. Amen? Amen? Some of us are eating the meat and we're grown up, but we're walking around with pacifiers. So some of us, yeah, yeah, uh, listen, listen, and I'm going to say it, some of us are in a leadership role in the church, and then we're walking around complaining about the same old stuff, still walking with bitterness, unforgiveness, still still hating instead of loving. It has to end, people. Listen, 2012, our church, our families are not going to be healthy if we're still bitter and still still not loving. I gotta change my email now. We got ch- I, I gotta destroy my cell phone. That's, oh my gosh! But can we be real, serious? Serious. I don't mean to to touch, you know, some some nerves or whatever. But listen, it's time to grow up, man. It, it's really time. How can we expect our kids to grow up and and show them an example if we walk around, you know, with our pacifiers or bobitos, whatever you call it. We need, it's time to pop it out. Amen? It's time, it's time to pop it up. Let's continue to eat the meat that God wants us to eat. The scripture. Live by it. And not hate no more. Not be bitter. Get upset over the same stuff. Walk coming in here with the attitude. And then we got the nerve to want to pray for somebody when we're in a good mood. No, no, no one's going to receive your prayer. I'm sorry. No one's going to... Listen, if you ever seen me mad... And I go and pray for you, please tell me not to pray for you. Please tell me. I might get offended, but I will grow up and like, oh snap, I need to grow up. I, I'm, I'm being real, I'm sensitive, I might get offended, but listen, I'm, I'm mature enough, I don't walk around my pacifier, and if I do, bring it to my attention. Amen? Or bring it to my wife's attention, she'll tell me. Amen? And I'll recall that conversation afterwards. No, but, but serious. Last scripture. Last scripture. Second Timothy four seven. When I when my journey is over, I want this. I, I want to be known for this scripture. I wanna. I want people to remember me saying, "Wow, Mark, he fought the good fight." He, he had he finished the race And you know what, no matter what He kept the faith No matter what I disagree with What I agree with What I didn't like What, 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 what got me mad I want to be known for the person where I, I, No matter why, I still kept the faith Amen Amen Listen, 2011's ending Worshiping, you could come up I always wanted to say that too Hey George, this is fun, man. You're right. <laughs> Woo. Amen. Amen. Who's ready to move forward? Listen, who's ready to look back back at 2011 and say, Wow, look what God done to me. Let's go two thousand and twelve. Amen? Who who's ready? Don't go to two thousand twelve and say, Alright, this is year I'm gonna get my job. This is yeah, I might win battle. This is yeah. don't don't I heard it. Do not say that. Do not even believe that. Just believe this is the year that God is going to move in your life. Because listen, you may not have all the money that you think you need. You may have not have the, 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 the man or woman that you think you want. But if you have God's favor, that is all you need. Yes. If you walk into God with God's power, that is all you ever need. Amen. Listen... Listen, let's close our eyes. And I always wanted to say this too. My beautiful wife is going to sing a song with the worship team. Okay? Okay? But, but listen, listen, listen. I just had to shout her out and know that. That's my wife. Okay? You know, but um, she's going to sing a song. And, it's, and the song is dear to her heart and it's also dear to my heart. Amen? Some of you might know it. With your eyes closed, if I touch the nerve today, if, if God touched the nerve today, okay? If you're sick and tired, being sick and tired, and you want to start 2012 differently, if she's singing or no, a word, if something's saying, don't, don't say, oh, this is beautiful, don't. If it strikes a nerve in you, Just stand to your feet. I'm not asking you to go anywhere. Just stand to your feet. That's it. And all that does is is telling God, God, you know my heart, but I'm going to publicly, publicly stand and make it known that I want to move forward in you. That's what that does. Listen, you may be struggling right now. Listen, the ultimate test of a man is not where he stands in moments of comfort. And moments of convenience But where he or she stands In moments of challenge And moments of controversy Where do you stand right now? You may, help, you know, you may need help staying, staying the course You may be having trouble Visualizing the finish line You may want to accept Jesus For the first time And we will have Time to do that You may have stumbled, and you don't know how to get back up. You may feel like you don't have enough energy. You may feel unworthy. You may be mad at God. You may be mad at yourself. You may be mad at your wife. You may be mad at your husband. You may be blaming your wife or husband. It doesn't matter what happened. It doesn't matter what's happening. What matters is how you're moving forward, what's going to happen. Amen? Amen.